The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> First of all, it's, it's when, the, when the lights come on, the priests come out at night. So, you know, when they come on, it's time to shine. You're listening to the From the Pink Seats podcast, powered by the State of Louisville Network. All right, welcome back to another edition of the From the Pink Seats podcast. Uh, as you're probably aware, I'm not Jacob Blaine, this is Preston Meyer. Uh, Jacob is on vacation, but we do have Matthew McGavick, Vincent Lococo as well with us. And today we have a, an intriguing episode, I'll say that. we got a couple of guys, shall we say, have taken unusual paths to the University of Louisville, and we're excited to have them on. Brock Doman and Monty Montgomery. Brock, how, how are things going over the summer? I know you were saying that you like kind of taking it easy. You like the off-season vibes. But how are things going, and what's the vibe around the team right now? Vibes are high. We have an amazing new strength coach in Ben Saunders. I feel like the culture he's brought in and the energy he's brought in has been great. Man, we're getting our hurt guys healthy. Seems like, it, you know, we got Braden back. We got Monty back. So we're, we're getting to full strength. And, man, it's, it's a great time. We just get to bond together, work hard together, and catch some rays together. So it's, it's, it's going great. For for me, I always thought this was like the best time, Brock, to be a you know college football player. You're you're working out, so you're working on that summer bod every single day. Same time you're getting better, you know. After that, you get to go kick it with the boys and chill by the pool and everything. So I, I always thought that was definitely the best time to be around here. Definitely, Louisville is a good time in the summer, man. Oh, no doubt, Monty. How how's the rehab process going for you, man? I, I see you're done. You're cleared. I mean, you you know, I've been through that rehab process twice. Not a fun rehab process, but uh, you learn a lot of things through that rehab process, and uh, you get a lot better as a player uh, mentally. So uh, why don't you speak on that a little bit? Uh, the rehab process was tough early on, but now I, I feel like I mastered it, man. It ain't much. It ain't really much to say. Now I'm clear. I was at nine months. Killing it, man. You already know how they go, Cole. <laughs> now, I, I want to kind of back things up a little bit. Obviously, both of you guys, our Juco products, and I'm sure you guys get kind of get asked about it all the time. Brock, you obviously played for Independence. Monty played for Hutchinson. And I think he got – correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't both you guys play in the uh, Kansas Jayhawks Community College Conference? The world. Yeah, we did. The best conference in America. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Brock, Independence was of uh, last chance you fame, of course, after uh, Coach Jason Brown left. God, bring that up to ask what what did that show play in terms of bringing attention to juco football and what people think of going that route and what was it like for you guys to watch that show knowing you've lived that life i'd say that show was very heightened in the sense of showing the worst of the worst um Mm. jason brown and everything that was going on there all that was very real and very toxic and juco football can be that 100 and it's it's a doggy dog world everyone's trying to get out everyone's trying to get the get their own so 
it's a lot different because most of the time football is a um, team oriented sport and Juco is very individualized and rightly so. I mean, it's meant for that. And with that though, comes a whole bunch of crazy personalities that you couldn't even imagine dealing with. But I mean, it, it makes you just so much more well-rounded and it helps you understand how to stand 10 toes on yourself when everyone else is focusing on themselves. My first <laughs> intro to Monty Montgomery was from that TV show, Brock. I, I, I think that was a lot of people's first intro here in Louisville to Monty Montgomery. Monty, you made that hit that was, I mean, infamous on that show. I, I remember asking you about that hit in the facility and everything like that. So, you know, what was it like kind of being a little superstar on a TV show? You know, we had Gary McRae, but I mean, I mean, we also got Monty Montgomery now too. Yeah, I wish I had more limelight with the show, man. I wish I was like a main character <laughs> player, you know? But it was smooth, though. It wasn't, it wasn't really that much attention early on, but then when they released the episodes, it became, like, more popular, you know? And was there a little bit of a culture shock going from JUCO to Division One? Because obviously, obviously, Brock, you just talked about how, while, yes, football's a team sport, but you're kind of a, a little bit of a doggy dog mentality, a little bit more individualized. And then when you get to Division One, not only is it the, the emphasis a lot more on team, but it, like I'm sure like everything ranging from facilities to preparation to meals, I'm sure you had to walk walk into that situation. You had to be like, "Damn, this is a lot better than JUCO." Definitely. When I was on my visit, I was like, "Shoot, when I come here, like life's gonna be easy. Everything is is given to you on a silver platter here." Where in Juco, I mean, I had more cows and people in the town, and the biggest thing we had was Walmart. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a big difference. So I'm sure, like, once you got there, made, like, the grind that you had to go through Juco even more worth it, though. 100%. It really makes you appreciate everything you have here. I think if I would have came here right out of high school, I'd think, oh, this is just how it is, right? Where yeah. seeing – the bottom of the bottom, you see how privileged we truly are here. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the thing that I like to see, and I don't know how aware you guys are of, of some of the recruits that come in to visit, especially in this upcoming recruiting class. You know, you have guys have that are putting up billboards in town. You got guys that are having, like, professional photo shoots and, and like, the, you know, 4K highlight videos and all this stuff. And coming from a place where – you got to eat shit for a couple of years in, in JUCO and like really make a name for yourself. So that, that juxtaposition is, is fascinating to me. What do you guys have any stories, especially uh, Brock? I feel like people are interested. Jason Brown, like I think Jason Brown's the only person that's ever blocked me on Twitter. Fun story. Uh, but anything that you might've heard, even if you weren't there on campus, do you have any good stories? Number one, about just the culture overall or number two about, about coach Brown in general. I mean, I, I, there was a lot of stories. There was a lot of stories relayed to me through teammates that had been there um, when he was there. And mostly the consensus was any sort of regulations there were, they were broken because they're in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and no one's watching them. So they did what they wanted to. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, he was crazy in every, in every sense. Um, and 
he got the job done in the sense of recruiting, but then when it actually came to taking care of what he had, he just did a really poor job. My my question for you, Brock, is what what's the difference in reading a secondary coming from the JUCO level up to playing ACC football? I'm sure is is there really a difference in that? Is it? I mean, I'm sure the speed's quicker, but I'd say JUCO ball. There's a lot more man coverage at this level. It's everything. Yeah, and it's pretty basic defense because, uh, especially in the season I was in, we were in the spring season after COVID, and so we had like a month or two to prepare for a season. It's pretty basic coverages yeah, where I mean, you got fire zones, you got eight people dropping, you got all sorts of stuff coming at you. Monty, my my follow up for you is on the defensive side. What was the adjustment for you coming from JUCO? which I'm sure knowing you, you just kind of ran wherever you wanted to and just went and made plays. But what, well, what's it like coming from there, that to uh, Coach B. Brown's defense? Man, I didn't know anything. I'm not even going to lie to you. I ain't know nothing when I first got here. I'm starting to just pick it up last year, honestly. But, uh, yeah, every everything from man to – of course I knew what man was, but, like, zones and stuff like that, that was probably the hardest, like, transformation from Chuko to – here, you know, yeah. But I'm, starting to, I'm starting to get back to my juco ways, man. Starting to do what I need and how I want, you know. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing more about that. Within the defense, right, Monty? Within the defense, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Monty, I want to get back to the uh, the rehab process just real quick. You mentioned how in the very beginning it was like a little bit hard. What was the hardest part about that whole re- rehab process? And were there any doubts that you would get back to being cleared? Uh, it was never a doubt about me getting cleared. So I'm, I'm a self-motivated individual. But the, the hardest part was, like, the early on part, literally, because, like, I was in Pensacola, Pensacola, Florida, and I went to Dr. Andrews. So I came back, my leg was swollen. So I couldn't really move it or nothing because of the flight made it, like, inflamed. But it was like, mm. I couldn't even make a muscle or nothing. It was, like, weird as hell, man. Just imagine, like, having just fat. No muscle in your leg, and you can't even walk on it. That was the hardest part. Nothing else is really hard. Mentally, it was an uphill battle, but you can get through that. You're definitely going to get through that. I, I remember mine, Monty. I, my first one they did, they did quad patella quad, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Matt talking about all that junk, but essentially they put, yeah. took some of my quad and made a new ACL, so I couldn't fire my quad. So I literally couldn't lift my leg off a table to, you know, move to the next station in the training room or anything like that. I I just always commend guys that can come back from an ACL, especially in under a year like you, nine months. I mean, that's just always a remarkable uh, feat. Yeah, yeah, Coco, man, that joint's so tough, man. That's a tough task. Most, like, Braden, Braden's situation was the worst. But the way he bouncing around, man, it's, it's like you wouldn't even know he got hurt. What all did Braden carry? It had to be more than the ACL because I – went back and watched it and it his knee did not look natural like yeah, how was, bad was his knee he told everything except his meniscus man yeah his whole leg was they 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 had to do like an emergency surgery for him back to you brock let's uh let's talk about your quarterback coach so what what's it like playing for coach thomas and uh what's he bring to the quarterback room i was around for coach Ponce, so i got a little taste of him and i i didn't get to see pete in that full uh full-time ro- role Excuse me. So they still talk about Ponce all the time. (laughs) 
Carvalho dude is freaking crazy. He was wild. Yeah. Did they talk about the up downs he probably would have made you do? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How Coach Thomas says how how much we get right off the hook. Coach Thomas is great, man. He started, I think, 39 or 40 games in college. So all at the division one level. So he he understands the position and has played it at a high level. So there's a lot of respect and obviously knowledge he has of the game. It's really an easy going room, man. Like we all just have a good time. We're all friends in there. Um, we're all just looking to get better, being the leaders of the team. So yeah, it's, it's honestly great vibes, great time, man. He started that many games in college, but you know, you got to ask him about the LA Kiss days, Brock. Yeah, has he told you about that? No, Do you he know hasn't. about that. Oh, this yeah. is wonderful. Oh no! So make sure you tell. <laughs> You, you Google it first and you show him the picture and let him know that I told you to show him that. He'll he'll appreciate that. Definitely. Pete play for the Pete play for that LA kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yep, definitely yep. do that. And just know that his favorite song is Party in the USA. Party no. Party in the USA. Play that in the quarterback. Tell Fish no. to throw. All right. Tell hey, Fish I got, to throw I got that on. Next. Now. Yeah. To, to <laughs> tell Fish to throw that on for you guys in the quarterback room. And he'll he'll love that one. Brock, one thing that people want to know, I think, obviously Malik coming into the season, maybe even like a dark horse Heisman type of season. And I, I guess my, my question would be both for you and watching Malik as well alongside of you in the quarterback room, what what is the atmosphere like and what what is the preparation like for you guys this season? What is kind of the mantra or the focus in the offseason heading into 2022? The standard is the ACC championship. You know, anything short of that is is a failure of a season. We're, we're looking to really shock the world. We're projected to win 5.5 games, and that's just extremely disrespectful. We know what we're capable of, but now it just comes down to executing. So we're just having tunnel vision on on the little details we need to fine-tune in our offense to really get it going. And I think there's just an extreme focus in the quarterback room. You know, we're all competing every day because, I mean, we're given this very finite opportunity. And so we're all just looking to take advantage of it. Sounds like that's something that the coaches immediately – brought to your attention when that kind of stuff came out, the 5.5 wins. You guys have that hanging over the locker room. Is that something you talk about a lot? Like, what, yeah, talk, talk about how, how you bring that motivation into play. Yeah, so our, our uh, strength coach talks about it, and he just says it before every lift and gets us motivated to really put in the work and understand that we're going on a, res- a respect tour all season, earning the respect back that we deserve of being the Cardinals. All right, fellas, let's let's move the topic, you know, off you guys, off ball and things, and let's let's really get to why you guys are here. Uh, you all have a camp coming up. Uh, why don't you all fill us in on some of the details of where it's at, uh, what time, and how people can sign up? Yeah, so it's June 25th on a Saturday. It's from 8 to 11 a.m. at King Louis Sports Complex, and you can sign up on my website. It's brockdoman.com slash camp so for you guys what kind of drills do y'all plan on running at this camp are y'all you going to be running uh some i don't know some drills with a noodle where you're hitting these kids with a noodle like uh pete thomas and fitch and them do with you or monty you're going to be having them run the hoop or what, what are y'all going to be having these kids out here doing like a variation of all of them all like the gauntlet drill like the l drill like we can we can make up all types of drills you know in and out over the bags basic drills we don't have like things like touchdown celebration station we're going to make sure that everyone's having a good time. I think the most exciting thing about our camp is that in the water breaks, we're going to have different Louisville Cardinals 
with the mic. And while they're getting water, we're going to sit them down for five minutes. And um, we're going to have one of our teammates give a little speech about confidence or preparation or mindset and really just speak into these kids. And so we're not only going to give them the basic skills and drills, but we're also going to speak into their life um, and speak into their their mind and heart and, and, and what it takes to be a Division One football player. So how did this connection, um, how did the camp kind of come about? Did the kind of JUCO connection there kind of play a role there? And we got together all types of, of connections, man. We, we both was number seven, man. JUCO guys, you know, me and Brock really matched very well, man. Uh, honestly, Mon- Monty and I just hit it off when we both, uh, when I showed up. He's been my guy since day one. And, you know, he hit me about a camp. And I was kind of like, yeah, man, that sounds good. Right. Kind of brushed it off. And then he came back to me and he was like, nah, like, let's do this thing, man. Like we can do this. My parents, they've run a camp back in Colorado for the last 17 years. So they've been a great backbone of just guiding us through the ins and outs of what it takes to, you know, get scholarships, to get people signed up, to print t-shirts, to organize this camp and so we've we've had some great uh structure behind us which has been awesome because we needed it Monty and I just knew that we wanted to give back to this community and and we had a a similar vision scholarship wise do you guys is there a surprise in the store you all giving out a scholarship or something Brock Uh, is there something going on there that uh, we're not supposed to know yet there is a surprise at the end of the camp Monty you want to share that Oh, uh, yeah, uh, the best contestant at the camp going to definitely get a signed jersey of mine from the bowl game uh, that we lost. Do you, jersey, do, you need, do you need one of my money to up the value of the camp just a little bit? Please, I mean, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had another question for you, for you Monty. Are you going to be teaching, you know, these kids how a 5'10", 5'11", linebacker rushes a 6'9", offensive tackle? I can't give them all the tricks in the bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, right, can definitely, so we can definitely do things like that, though. That's a good idea, actually. A few more questions here. Monty, who, who are you trying to emulate when you're looking at, at film and when you're watching NFL games and that sort of stuff? Is there, a, is there a player that you have in mind that you try to emulate and try to pick up things from them? Can you speak a little bit on that? Yes, I love Lawrence Taylor. That's my idol, man. From his antics, his game, sway, personality, everything about him, I just love, you know? Like, but the new, but the new modern day, I would say Michael Parsons, man. Michael Parsons is a hell of a player. I can answer that question for him though. It's Monty Montgomery. That's who he emulates. <laughs> He's one of one, man. That's what I was hoping he would say. So I, I set it up on a tee for you, bro. But I appreciate it. Was, it was the humble answer. I can't, I can't, I can't be on no That's why I had to answer it for him. I knew what he was saying. <laughs> I knew what he wanted to say too, bro. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I got um, one last question for me. Brock, you actually kind of just touched upon this. We, we've all seen, like, some of the preseason projections that people have come out with. I think you said you saw one that was – you guys had five and a half wins, which I agree, which is way, way too low, given the amount of talent that you guys have amassed on both sides of the ball. So, kind of – both of you guys, kind of give us a little bit of insight. What can we expect from Louisville – in 2022 kind of an open-ended question i know but what what is like the, the first thing you think of when someone says mobile cardinals football this upcoming season like so we have an opportunity to win every single game and our goal is and what we expect is to be competing for the title like you guys said we really have amassed a lot of talent on both sides and i'm really excited to see the new additions of this team along with 
the core group of guys that have been here for a while and see that mesh. And I just know that once we, uh, once we figure out how to close out close games, we're going to be a really scary team. Fellas, I can't thank y'all enough for coming on the podcast tonight. I mean, you guys are awesome. We're going to be rooting for y'all this fall. I won't miss a game. I'm sure neither one of these guys will miss a game. I mean, Matt covers the damn game. Make sure everyone goes and checks out their camp. Brock, I believe you guys have an Instagram now. I'm sure you all have a Twitter shortly and get all the information to sign up. Make sure we have a good turnout uh, for this camp. So thank you, guys. BrockDoman.com slash camp. BrockDoman.com. B-R-O-C-K-D-O-M-A-N-N.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.